Welcome to the TVD Podcast, To Be Determined. There's a bit of a change of rhythm this week. You probably noticed we didn't start the episode with our theme music. Instead, we're going to save it for the end. That's because this week I sat down with Caleb Spaulding, one of the composers of the music at the heart of TBD. I'm excited to share how our theme came to be, how that story illustrates so many of the things this show is about. Things like collaboration, luck, and listening. Things like asking your friends for support and synchronicity. The reason Caleb is on the show this week is because I also want you to hear from one of the music's creators and learn more about his story and his work. I met Caleb in Brooklyn at his apartment in Greenpoint. We sat down and chatted in a room filled with drums, books, and old cameras. It was incredibly warm and comfortable. It's basically a music playroom, but for adults. We talked about his recent trip to Ghana in Africa and what he learned there about the foundation of joy. He also shared why he finds movement and rhythm to be so powerful and gave us a peek at his new exciting project. You're in for a treat, so let's dive right in. I'm here today with Caleb Spaulding, a dear friend of mine, who very gracefully responded to a Facebook request about a year ago uh, to compose my podcast theme music. And it was funny because he and another dear friend of mine who didn't know each other, Anna, um, both responded saying they would. And actually, I was in Los Angeles, and the two of them met up for the first time ever in Brooklyn and went to one of their studio spaces and wrote the music. And I remember... I had tried to get some music from some other people and just no, it just did not resonate with me. It just didn't feel like the music for the show. And it, as you may or may not know, it's pretty hard to communicate what type of music you want, um, especially if you're not a musician or if you haven't been practicing for a while or you're not exactly sure of what you want something to sound like. But uh, I basically told Caleb and Anna what I wanted and, and hoped for the best. And then they sent me our music and I listened to it and started crying because it was one of the first times in a long time where I felt like somebody heard me and understood me and was able to kind of translate my words and my essence into a ditty. <laughs> so the reason we're here talking with Caleb today is because not only is he a musician, um, he's an activist and an artist and totally in line with our TBD ethos. And uh, he's got some other projects that are worth talking about. <laughs> so I'm sitting across from him smiling at me right now. And um, what I'll say is, is he is a, a world percussionist. And um, I met him because he used to work with a dear friend of mine at a tech company in Brooklyn. But um, he also would play the drums at some dance parties I used to go to. And not like the snare drums or the drum set, but he would play hand drums and these big African drums that he would carry around um, and dance with. And it was such a magical experience to see this person in a totally different element. And most recently, he actually went on a trip to Ghana um, exploring percussion throughout the country. He actually documented it on video, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Erica. Um, yeah, I got to sp spend six weeks last year traveling throughout Ghana, all the different regions, meeting with tribes such as the Awe, the Ashanti, the Dagomba, and studied their rhythms, documented their rhythms on both video and audio, 
uh, interview these different drummers, these dancers, and just normal people who have music, have rhythm, have dance in their lives, and have had them in their lives for for generations, forever. That's that's how what they know. That's what life looks like for them. Um, I went because I believe that happiness, that confidence, that creativity comes out of movement and dance and rhythm and playing and singing and drumming. And I wanted to see and start documenting the origin story of rhythm so that I can bring that back to the Western world, to, to the world as a whole, to connect the world via rhythm. I believe that there's a lot of inherent happiness that comes from even hitting a drum once the the resonance it's very primal it takes us back to our roots it's the original form of of communication of self-expression and so i started this project the rhythm of happiness to unite the world via rhythm i love that um the origin story of rhythm i don't think people often talk about um origin stories of something so primal and simple right um where does happiness play into that? What, what, why happiness? Why not emotion or feeling or what's happiness? What's up with happiness? I think that there's a lot of isolation in the Western world. And I think that that isolation is leading to increased levels of depression. So what I want to explore is how to eliminate that, how to to turn that depression, that sadness into joy, into happiness. So I think depression is an incredibly worthwhile subject. I've definitely experienced it before. Um, I think it's genetic. I think it's environmental. Um, My question for you is, and I think about this a lot, is it so bad to have depression? Of course, you don't want to have it all the time, but at points in my life, I felt like feeling depressed has actually punctuated my experience with joy. So the, the light and dark kind of of life. And, and I would love to know what you feel about that. And if you learned anything about that when you were in Ghana. I think that that's absolutely correct. I think that you can't feel happiness if there's not sadness. You have to feel all the, the emotions. And that's a really good clarification. There's no... I think eliminating sadness. I think what it's, it's eliminating the, we're not even eliminating, it's addressing like the more muted depression that, that people feel where they're in the spiral that they can't get out of. And so what I think, what I saw is that there is this, you know, at the end of a long day, for example, in Ghana, there's a, just a gathering you know this happens constantly where there's either music playing over speakers or people playing drums or or dancing it doesn't even have to be old music it could be modern music but there is a connection to music and movement that unites people no matter what they've been going through no matter what a day has brought for them they're able to connect and celebrate life and I think that's what I want to show the celebration of life that comes from playing the drums, from playing music, from from listening to music. I'm a big believer, and I've brought this up on the show before, about um, the notion that we're here 
to have an embodied experience. And I grew up dancing and playing music, obviously. Um, but I spent the, the first 10 years of my career very in my head as a writer and, and as a person working at media companies and having to think a lot. And even though living in New York, you're moving all the time, it's not necessarily the kind of movement that brings joy or brings you out of yourself, right? And even as a yogi, you know, an hour a day um, doesn't necessarily feel like the most joyful movement. Um, so the question, the last question I have for you about movement, at least, is um, how do we stay present in a moment and, and appreciate the extent to which movement and rhythm can actually move us out of our, our shit? And did you see any tips or tricks while you were over there? Did you see people transition from um, their day and, and enter into this kind of ecstatic state? And, and did they leave the space still ecstatic or did they just kind of flip the switch again? Like what nuance did you notice that was different in regards to that level of embodiment and, and celebration? I think it, there, was, there was an intentionality behind leaving your shit at the door and coming in and almost going into a trance-like state. It was very meditative. So I think that a big part of it is the willingness to do it, is the willingness to let go and being present in that moment. And I think that, I think a big part of it, the nuance that I saw was that there was a level of, it was the communal connecting it was it was seeing familiar faces. It was knowing that you have a community that you can connect with and seeing those people and knowing that with those people you automatically can drop in and be present and uh, do what feels natural and just let loose and with, with no judgment and no baggage. So it's about trust. Absolutely. At the end of the day, if you... Uh are trying to move out of yourself and move into joy, you have to be in a space of trust, which makes complete sense. Um, that's kind of how I feel about this room. It feels like a trusting, safe space. Um, so maybe there's a direct correlation between joy and safety and trust. Um, tell me a little bit before we wrap up about your documentary project and about what you're looking to do with it. Yeah, absolutely. So it's called The Rhythm of Happiness. Um, currently... It lives as four mini docs, four two-minute documentaries, um, exploring different topics around rhythm and the power of rhythm. And one longer 12-minute single-shot performance piece that was shot in Tamale, Ghana uh, with the, the Dagomba. Um, so it currently what I'm, I'm working to do is find an executive producer, um, working to raise money around this so that I can continue traveling and film the next segments of this of this doc um i'm really interested in the shorter format as it lives now where rhythm is the character but i'm also exploring the idea of making it more of a standard 22 minute episodic uh series where i'm in the host taking people around around the world um so yeah really looking to to find someone to bring onto my team and and help me strategize about about these next steps. I think the thing that I love about this opportunity is that it's a uh, mutual learning experience. Absolutely. 
I feel like whoever ends up working with you to help you get this message out um, has a huge opportunity to learn about rhythm, about happiness, about the world through the lens of the shared language that is music and rhythm and dance. And uh, it would be such a pleasure to get to work with you because you're one of the kindest, most open people I know. Um, so thank you for being on the show today, Caleb. And, and where can people check out um, your page, the information about the project and your work. So everything currently lives at rhythmofhappiness.com. Uh, and that's the best place to check it out and uh, to contact me there. Speaking with Caleb, my original plan was actually to have him do a kind of shout out on the show to pump up his amazing documentary project. But after we started chatting, I couldn't stop myself after two or three minutes of talking to him. Who can really stop themselves after a few minutes of talking to a friend, especially when you start to go deep, right? Uh, my producer and I decided to do a bit of a behind-the-scenes episode because the theme of TBD is, as you know, to be determined. And uh, while we've planned out most of our episodes and been very strategic about our guests, um, sometimes you have to throw caution to the wind and uh, go with what happens to be synchronous at the time and lean into something that feels really good and that turns out really beautifully. Um, as a person who's been in the media world for 10 years now, I know the value of planning and editorial planning and calendaring, um, but I also have to say some of the best experiences and conversations and most unexpected learnings oftentimes come when you least expect it or when you're not planning for it. And, and so, as you know, um, especially in making art, um, as Caleb is a musician, and I'm a writer and, and now a podcast host, um, especially when it comes to making art, you have to create a sense of space so that um, magic can happen, right? If, if everything is completely planned out, um, it doesn't leave a lot of space for synchronicity or for unexpected conversations. Um, I know I it was not expecting to talk to Caleb about depression or happiness um, to the level that we ended up talking about it. And when we recorded the episode, it was two weeks before the designer and entrepreneur Kate Spade took her life, and three weeks or four weeks before famous host, um, connector of people and ideas, and uh, chef Anthony Bourdain took his life. And um, I want to be sensitive about the topics that we broached, um, I mentioned depression and I think it's incredibly important to acknowledge the difference between chemical depression and, and feeling low. Um, and we didn't, Caleb and I didn't talk about that specifically on the show, but I think now more than ever, it's quite prescient, the conversation that he and I had about the nature of happiness, but also about the nature of um, supporting your friends and your community and your family, right? Um, these two people were incredible, and it, we've lost a lot of talent and goodness in the world with the passing of Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade. But it's also uh, brought to light some important issues around how little we actually understand the human brain and how much support we actually need as humans on this planet and uh, how important it is to check in with your friends and family and not just assume that everything is okay. So I'm actually really glad that we 
did the show and talked about happiness and depression and rhythm and the things that make us come alive because little did I know or little did Caleb and I know um, how timely it would be. So thank you for listening to our non-traditional episode this week. And um, do reach out to your friends and family uh, if you're not feeling yourself. And don't forget to ask your friends and family or even a stranger how they're feeling. Um, it never hurts to check in. And last but not least, um, there is a, a company, an amazing nonprofit in the U.S. and Canada called Crisis Text Line. Check out crisistextline.org if you ever need any help or support. They're there 24-7 uh, just to talk to you, and it's private and secure. Thanks to Caleb for sharing his work, his story, and for working with Anna to create the wonderful TBD theme that you're listening to right now. Be sure to check out Caleb's documentary work at rhythmofhappiness.com. And thank you for listening to this very personal TBD episode. I hope you'll check out my other conversations with entrepreneurs, activists, and artists. You'll find them over at livetbd.com. That's live to be determined. Until next time.